0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Hello and welcome listeners to episode 91 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. We're too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anner and I'm joined this week by the man who's coming in on an ultrasonic frequency. He's a supersonic, hydrophonic, high fidelity lipophilic hydrophobic man it's dr lewis kirkham lewis how are you going in off your airways this week bro i'm
2: good robbie i'm good i I do like the intro mate i I, we we did have an interview the other week talking about ultrasonic sounds and things we can't
1: talk about it lewis
2: (laughs) we can't talk that
1: the lawyers are going to come down on us again no we we can't do it
2: we did have to drop one on the cutting room floor didn't we mate it was interesting
1: Oh my goodness! Yes, not not everyone in the world is open minded, and so we did have to do some editing, it some is... post pod editing. That we we got a, our first cease and desist.
2: <laughs> oh no, we had a good laugh about it, mate. It's interesting that that somebody can seek you out at a cat show and seek yes. you out for an interview, and then say oh, I didn't give you permission to interview me. That's right. That's yes. right. Well, Well, yeah, yeah. microphone was there. We told what we did, but that's the way it is.
1: So there we go. So, so unfortunately, listeners, you know, for that for that particular uh, uh, thing, um, you you will not get to know what it was. But the (laughs) lawyers tell us, the lawyers tell us that they thought it was a pretty good interview. But that's fine. That's right.
2: They loved it. The lawyers were laughing. They They were rolling on the floor,
1: rolling around. Yep. Yep. You know, as as only lawyers could do. Actually, it was just more of a lawyery. <laughs> that's about that's about as good as you get from the QCs these eh? days. They don't right. seem to be. You know, I mean, all all the lawyers that are actually funny, they all just go into TV. You know, like Sean McAuliffe and uh, Rob Stitch and all those guys. Oh yeah, you
2: know? yeah, right. Fair point. Fair point. Now, how's yeah. you how's your in your mate? You're uh, pretty quiet. Work.
1: Oh yeah, you know, yeah, just trying to find time, you know, trying to uh, find those, solve those Sudoku puzzles, Lewis, You know, just uh, <laughs> sitting around, taking it easy, just, just really putting the feet up in this last week before Christmas. Uh no, it has been, it has been absolutely pandemonium. We, um, we, we were uh, rec- recounting stories of our uh, week before we uh, pressed uh, record, listeners, and uh, mainly just because we didn't want to get more cease and desist letters, because, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, just a uh, having our having our debrief session, weren't we, so yes. trying to work out. Out, you know, she was. You know, it's pretty,
2: pretty rough. This game sometimes. Yeah, well, the, 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 I don't know. It seems like pre-Christmas has brought out a, a bunch of some very different clients this week. That, uh, that yeah, well, it's been challenging for me, definitely. So I reckon I've had one, one client a day that's just gone. I've gone, wow, I didn't know that was possible. So, and,
1: but- and isn't it amazing when you get those ones where you just shake your head and you just go. That's a new one on me, you know? What yes. I mean, cuz we've been we've been in the game for a while now and and when you get those ones where you just scratch your head and go, "Gee, where is that that was a bit that was a bit
2: weird. That was a bit weird." You're right. And I think, you know, the fact that we have been doing it so long i can kind of go to myself i think if you've just been graduating you got some of those you go oh am i doing the right thing am i saying the right yes. thing but, but now i go uh, well i've seen another 300 clients before that in the last month that are all been happy and comfortable with what i've been recommending um you know i'm pretty sure this one's an outlier right here it's it's, it's the edge of the bell curve
1: yeah, because that's all life is, Lewis is a bell curve. I say that to clients. That, yes, you know your yeah uh, your know, your life's a bell curve, and unfortunately, your dog's sitting right on the top of it. So you know it's uh yeah you know, they've they've done really well to get to this point, but the, it gets a bit more rarefied air as time goes on.
2: Yeah, exactly. So this is our our special Christmas podcast, isn't it, mate? So it is. Yeah. So we um, we um uh we we're in a, we're in a festive spirit.
1: Oh, absolutely! I'm not sure whether or not you saw my uh, my big uh, Christmas dangers article in the uh, Leader newspapers that, uh, that that went out this week, Lewis. Or did you? Were you across that one?
2: No, I saw one in the Herald Sun, and it wasn't from you. But I'm sure yours oh, was just oh, oh, as good. Oh, what? Yeah, there was. No. A, yeah. What? what oh, so it wasn't there. <laughs> Is this a stitch up, mate? Oh, it might be a stitch up. Yeah. <laughs> didn't you? Crikey. Did not Were you in? Did you get a Christmas one?
1: Oh, I did, yeah, but in the in the leader, like oh. in our local newspaper, but no, my, my weekly column. Someone else snaffled me for the big show yeah, today. Yeah, you got
2: yeah the big dance, mate. The, the Herald Sun was a big one from the Irish oh. and someone else, I think. So sorry, mate. Oh
1: well, no, that's all right. Oh, I mean, shit. I was I was I was hoping to get a uh an invite to the uh the, the leader newspaper Christmas party because I'm one of their uh, more regular contributors, yes. but nothing actually. Nothing actually came from it, unfortunately. They had a a good plug on at the end of it for the uh, podcast this time, which was good.
2: Oh, that's nice. I've noticed numbers have, have really uh, well spiked, so that, that might be it, mate. We've gone gone from two to three listeners now. Yeah,
1: that's that's, that's a fifty percent increase. My, my
2: dad, your mum, and and, and the, the leader person now. That's good. They're
1: the, the leader hosen. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, big thanks. Uh- to our sponsors, yes. uh, we've got Zilkeen, of course, um, and I I'd a, a dog today, uh, they're travelling to Perth, um, for our overseas listeners, that's a, a long journey, about four or five hours on a plane is it four or five hours? Yeah, yeah five and a half, yeah. Yeah, five and a half with their dog and they wanted a sedative to give their dog for travelling and uh, we talked before about plane flights. We're not a huge fan of using any sedatives for for plane travel, but I was able yes. to recommend a, a an anxiety lowering medication. I was able to recommend some Zilkine. Um, start start sort of three days before, and uh, and and really good to have something that that's not sedating, um, but provides anxiety lowering effect, and and has no side effects. I know it's not going to not going to cause any problems potentially on, on the flight over so so big, yeah. big thank you to those guys Zilkin we big, big big supporter then they're a big supporter of us too
1: Absolutely, yeah. I had um, I had a dog during the week that I started on it, but he's on um, a lot of other medications as well. And I said, look, this is this is one that you can use with a uh, very high degree of confidence that you are not going to have any negative interactions between the the other drugs that he's on and the Zilkine. It's a pretty good natural medication. So uh, so they they uh, got him started on it, and uh, all happy days.
2: Nice, very nice, mate.
1: Very happy days, Liz. Relaxed.
2: And happy days. Nice, and of course, our second sponsors are Delicate Care. We've got a—they've got a fantastic range of foods for cats and dogs. They've got—I um, was reading today—they've got a weight management one that, uh, that I've put a few of my few of my um, my puppy dogs on it or pu- not puppies but older dogs on it that are just perhaps a little bit on the big bone the, the comfortable yeah. plump sort of size and they're going they're going quite well what I didn't realize with the weight management one is you can also use that for pancreatitis too because it's low in fat Low fat oh there you go so, is the
1: um, is the main way that it's weight reduction that it's got a bag that you can't open <laughs> yeah you're having trouble with it? No, 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 no. I was just wondering that, you know, that you actually buy the bag and it's a good way of being able to manage your dog's do- weight when you can't actually access the food. You know, it oh, might be like
2: Fort Knox. Right. So it's a bit like the seafood diet. Well, well, well the, or
1: the we, anti-seafood diet. Yeah, yeah where you see seafood, the food
2: and you eat it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I suppose if you haven't got opposable thumbs, you can't open the bag. So that's a good point. If you just did put the bag down, the dog would go yeah. hungry.
1: Well, you say that though. Like, so I've got the, um, the so uh, I've I've got a bag of the delicate care that I've been trying Rosie on to see whether or not that stops her from pooing six times a day. <laughs> um, and and we keep it in the keep it in the laundry of the rental house that if the landlord's listening that there's no dogs or cats in. Um, and uh, so in the laundry where we keep all the food, I came in the other day and there was yeah you know, there's supposed to be two cats in the laundry but there was only one cat in there. know, where the hell's Parker? Where the hell is he? He's got into the bag with the delicate care, so right. he's just in there. He's just in there having a uh, a, a duck and kangaroo buffet uh, of just uh, of, of dog food, mind you. But um, I said, right, well, well, that's <laughs> that's probably just about enough of that from you. Thank you very much. Out your hops, so yeah. so. But and and he does not have a single opposable thumb, Lewis.
2: No, that's impressive, mate. And and uh, stool quality after that, are they good.
1: Oh, impeccable, yeah. impeccable. Oh, I think right. I think I think he started doing six a day because he ate a fair bit of it. So right,
2: Oh, very good. So yeah, big really appreciate delicate delicate care and their range of dog foods and also the cat foods.
1: Yeah, check them out at delicatecare.com.au and uh, talk to your vet about them uh, if you would like to try it for your pets.
2: Exactly, exactly. And of course, we have got our Patreon supporters. We wish you guys a merry Christmas.
1: Well, we wish all listeners a merry Christmas, particularly our Patreon listeners. You guys have been uh, great supporters of the pod, helping to keep us uh, keep us going, keep the lights on, uh, keep Lewis, you know, uh, keep Lewis's e- editing room uh, running hot when uh, he keeps getting uh, letters from lawyers to try and uh, <laughs> say, you know, we, we really think they should rethink the uh, you know this particular uh, you know in- introduction or this particular interview. So so it's so thank you very much, Patreon
2: patreoners well well merry christmas to, to everyone except the listener last week who said we needed to cut the cut the cut the episode up
1: well that that, that
2: wasn't our third listener for last week was it oh, it maybe. wasn't your
1: your dad my mum and the, and the you know the the interviewee who shall not be named
2: <laughs> and the and the suited gentleman with a hat is that what is that what we're saying are we allowed to say that don't oh, tell is, is that if still, still giving too much
1: away? Yeah, Maybe you might, you, might, you, might have to, you might have to beat that out, mate. I think Oh, a, no, a... you're, just, you're just going to find yourself more work to do, Lewis.
2: <laughs> I think there's a fair chance that not many people visited the stand at the, the Cat Lovers show. They probably won't even know who we're talking about. I'm sure it's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully we should be good. Yeah. There, there was a big
2: um, queue at the firefighters, but certainly not at this stand. No, no,
1: not at all. Mm. Not at all. hmm sorry um so uh, what else have you found anything uh fun in the news this week
2: mate yeah I've got an article that came out today actually Deb, Deb oh, was listening what? yeah Deb was listening to the uh, to the uh, to the the radio it was on the radio uh, to most people this is from the Sydney Morning Herald yes to most people herds of farmyards animals all sound the same sheep go bah. pigs go Wah! Cows go moo. Sorry, mate. I am throwing you a little curveball there. I wasn't sure if you are up on it. Cows go moo. They do. I've heard them once or twice. Pigs, sheep, and goats all have voices distinguishing each individual from the herd. Scientists have discovered in the past few years. This week, researchers at the University of Sydney added cows to the list. So we've got humans, humans, pigs, sheep, and goats... I wonder if cats, cats and dogs probably do too, I would say. Well, they, they certainly have different um, different voices, you know, like
1: Parker and Mel, the name me out differently.
2: Yeah. A cow's moo is unique to that individual. They can express emotion in their voice and is likely individual cows can identify each other by voice. The researchers behind the study suspect. Alexandra Green has spent hundreds of hours using headphones and a large fuzzy shotgun microphone to carefully record the moves of a small herd of Holston Friesian heifers.
1: I think I've seen that guy in a paddock one day just walking around just with a big boom mic, just holding it over the, uh, the top of a whole lot of cows.
2: Well, unless unless Alexandra's recently taken a, 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 a change in gender, I'm pretty sure you've seen her.
1: Well, well, I saw, I saw her as well. Yes, oh, look, yes. I'll be, i yeah. honest, mate. I was, I was zooming past, right. and uh, and, I, and I, I all I saw that was a person. I wasn't being, you know, sort of trying to be gender, gender specific. I just saw a pair of pair of gum boots and a boom mic. Yeah,
2: so. yeah, very nice. It was a bit like us at the Cat lover show, really. Hundreds of hours and a microphone and a boom. Yeah, that that's pretty much describes us, mate. Although we would just be two hours, weren't we?
1: Just a couple
2: of hours. Yeah, you could you couldn't fit any more money in your uh, in your meeting. <laughs> Yes, it's right. I ran out of ran out of five cent pieces. <laughs> My friends. Um. Uh. So she was doing that at the University of Sydney, Camden. Cam Sydney's Camden campus. That's hard to say. Yeah. My friends and family think it's a bit funny. She says, but they are really intrigued by the results. Not many people think about this, I guess. Ms. Green recorded her heifers in a variety of positive and negative context during. Season or when they're Easter estrus or on heat, when they're yep. isolated from the herd, thinking about uh, when they're thinking about, their, they are about to get fed and being forced to watch another cow eat.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: forced. Gee
1: whiz.
2: Yeah. To watch.
1: Um, is it so? So do cows have a have a version
2: of oh, not fair? Yeah. Or oh, why does he get the the hay and I don't?
1: I don't want this. I'm sick of grass. I'm I'm hungry for something other than grass. Why does that cow get
2: oats? Or carrots (laughs) or something else? Is
1: she your favourite cow?
2: Yeah. Humans find it difficult to tell individual animal calls apart because they're often a lot less complex than human voices. Animals have a lot less space between the larynx and the lips and they have a lot less muscles to be able to control the tongue and the lips. And humans have the brain power to be able to coordinate it all, says Helen Fraser, adjunct associate professor in linguistics at the oh. University of New England. Now, when, when Helen became a linguist, do you think yep. she at any point thought she'd be commentating on cow's linguistics? Well, gee, was it? It might have
1: been a passion project for her, Lewis. It might have been something that ever since she was a little girl, she thought there's something to these cows and they're mooing.
2: Maybe, maybe. It was only in the past 20 years as scientists developed more rigorous audio analysis techniques that were they able to pick up the subtle changes in animals' call differences in pitch, loudness, and vocal roughness that they realized a lowing herd of animals are actually speaking with a cacophony of individual voices.
1: Wow! So, so, so we've lacked the technology of being able to find this. This is like this is like uh, getting enough technology to fly to the moon and back, Lewis. It is. This is what this this is this is astounding.
2: Now, do we know of anyone who's who's recorded sounds that could be played to animals that Lewis, they can hear? Lewis,
1: I've just heard from the lawyers.
2: <laughs> At what point are we I've going to drop heard the from name? The At what point no, are we going to drop the name?
1: That's it. No, the lawyers, uh, right the I, lawyers are wa- the silks are waving their hand, saying no. No, we won't mention don't, the don't,
0: beep beep.com. The
2: bear. Yeah. Beep, beep dot com. They have individual characteristics. They have individualised voices, and they can maintain that individuality across all the contexts I recorded in. Cows are gregarious social animals. Right. In one sense, it isn't surprising they assert their individual identity throughout their life. The voices encoded not only and individual cow's identity, but also their emotional state. Whether, oh. whether they were happy or sad,
1: yeah. frustrated the, or that distressed. They get, that, that they weren't getting the oats, that they were left with the grass.
2: Yeah, potentially. Ms Green's research, published earliest month in Scientific Reports, slots in alongside several of the recent studies that have identified individual voices in pigs, goats and sheep. Scientists are yet to prove these animals can recognise individual voices, but considering all are highly social, it is considered likely. So right. there, there you go. go. Yeah. So though I thought that's interesting, but I reckon I reckon farmers know that already.
1: Well, they. Um, I mean, you would have known from your uh, yeah, remember from your many many visits, So you would have had out to the uh, uh, out to the farms back out in Macra when you first graduated, mate. That um, the you know, farmers are pretty pretty you know, switched on of being able to identify their different cows pretty quickly, you know, like a, you know, the, the lay person would look out and just see 400 head a cow, but you know, the farmer's pretty good at being able to pick the different traits of the different cows pretty, pretty promptly. So but
2: I think there's nothing more than uh, when you're putting cups on a cow to milk them. And they knew which one was going to kick them and which wasn't, and which one the 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 uh, the green around the ears vet could have a go at milking. I think they they know them. <laughs> they knew them very well. So I wonder if they're like I guess they. I reckon if it's a smaller herd, like you know, 25, 30, 30 in the herd, they would be able to pick out individual noises. I'm sure. Oh, for sure, for yeah, sure, definitely, definitely. So, mate, what do you got for us this week?
1: So, uh, you know, you get all the uh, the the Christmas fun time. Uh... Uh, junk mail in your uh, in your letterbox, Lewis. Um, so I was flicking through, um, looking through. I'll be honest, I was looking for TVs. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little something, something for myself. Just a little 80, 80, 80 inches of something, you know. Just, 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 just for you know, for that special me in my life. Um, and eighty inches, oh, mate. That's yeah. impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, not 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 that it's not that it's a measuring contest, Lewis. But you know, <laughs> um, you, you're
2: not getting a Maserati as well, are you, mate?
1: Uh, yeah, Big maybe TV, Maserati,
2: maybe maybe Harley.
1: Oh, that's it. Yeah, well, I, I was going to until all the lawyer fees that we just had to pay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, very good. Um,
1: so, go- going through the uh the the Harvey Norman catalogue, and they've actually got a page dedicated to electronic gifts for your pet for Christmas. Ooh. Um, and so I was having a little look through, and I tell you what, you're not going to get much change out of a hundred bucks for uh, for most of these things, with quite a few of them getting up uh you know well into the few hundreds. So, I just thought, yeah, you know, just in case any of the listeners and the listeners out there are, are looking for that that last minute last minute gift to get their their dog or cat um they can head out to harvey norman and uh and have a look at uh, some of these great things so
2: um, so, hang on mate so electronic gifts for your pet wouldn't wouldn't happen to be a little square sort of bluetooth speaker there at all that that plays particular no the
1: the silks are knocking on the window again (laughs) saying no (laughs) don't do it don't do it don't do it the product that shall not be named. Right. No. So there's, it's not there. There's no, there's, there's no hydrophonic, hydrophobic frequencies Hydro... that are taking place here. Nothing. That Nothing. Was... What
2: the... the the hydroponic one that was the interview we we're allowed to include. We're talking about the other well, one.
1: Well, I tell you what. I need to um I need to plug uh you know Terence's uh, uh Terence's uh, stuff in a little bit once I have finished this because um my goodness. You know, I'm pretty impressed by his grasp. But anyway, back on, you know, apropos, back to where we were at. So so the cheapest item that they've got here is a GPS tracker for cats and dogs. It's a 3G thing. So I'm not sure how big it is. It doesn't actually have a um, dimension to the size, but I reckon that must be a thing for uh, attaching onto their collar so you can try and work out. I get, So the dog's still asleep in its kennel while I'm at work. <laughs> it's,
2: um, it's not but, a. It's not an old, uh, old Motorola flip phone. Flip phone, is it, mate? That you just attach the collar at all? So what? It, it is? actually
1: looks. It looks really similar to it, Lewis, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. you know? so, so so that could be yours for for a measly eighty nine dollars. Right. Um, there's uh, there's a couple of um, – there's a, a large auto dog feeder with a camera. So this is a dogness um, feeder with a camera. So um, you can probably tap in wirelessly and trickle your dog out some food while you're right. at work and watch your dog eating it. Um, just for uh, $279, Ooh, thank you very much. Wow. Um, there, there is a cheaper one, a pet camera with a treat dispenser that's got a full HD camera with night vision so you know in the middle in the middle of the night you can see what's going on wow when the when the you know, gps um,
2: tracker says the dog is is uh is roaming is jumped the, jump, jump the fence you would be able to see what's a- what's going on at the neighbor's place <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, uh,
1: and, and then maybe actually get a camera on the gps tracker so that as the dog's looking up through the window and you can see what's going on as well,
0: well yeah um
1: now the um, for for the uh, for the more for the frisky feline Lewis there is a uh from, from Petronics, the mouser interactive robot cat toy or robotic cat toy now what this is I'm going to describe this to you Lewis imagine a three-wheeled uh, remote control car with a long um, a long ta- well, uh, oh, it's got a looks like a magic wand with a big long cat and nine tail similar to what um, uh, uh, Chris pets were showing with their uh, yep. uh, their, their, their cat and nine tails. Um, that uh, that flicks around on the end of it in order to uh, stimulate your cat. Um, and in in this picture, I tell you what, what only could be described as a, an eleven kilogram tabby cat. So <laughs> I think uh, having this cat chasing around this uh, this toy would probably be a good thing if trying to help to get it down. If they didn't have any of the delicate cares weight management food on the go, Lewis. Wow. Um, well,
2: so so well, that's cam- one hundred
1: and seventy nine dollars.
2: Well, the camera adds ten pounds, mate. So just you know, be be kind to the poor tabby. Oh.
1: Yeah, fair enough too. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But mind you, mind you, they have cut out three quarters of the cat, and he's still taking up a fair bit of the picture. Right. He, actually, he might be really, really thin, but he's just so tightly coiled, ready to pounce on the uh, the interactive in, interactive robotic cat toy. Now, just to finish off, Lewis, for the um for the ball crazy dog, but the uh, lazy owner, um, I <laughs> fetch. Has got a uh, an automatic ball launcher. Are you across the automatic ball launcher, Lewis?
2: I have seen this one. Oh, I think I have seen this one. Tell me more.
1: So, um, basically, you have to train your dog. They drop the ball in the end of this little white, um, little white pot, and then it. Poof, Shoots it out, so that then the dog gets to go and catch it. Now, um, sold separately are uh, are a five pack of original replacement balls um, for eighteen dollars. Now, now you can get the um the original automatic pet ball launcher for one hundred and eighty nine dollars, or you can get the two automatic ball launcher, which I well, know must be bigger because that costs a uh, a handsome three hundred and seventy nine dollars. Wow. Um, alternatively you go to the op shop and you buy a tennis racket um and <laughs> um and some tennis balls and you hit your ball uh, the balls for your dog um but you you can also train them to use the uh the eye fetch so there you go Lewis. just a few uh, a few samples of what uh, uh harvey norman have got for your pet in uh for electronic toys this christmas
2: fantastic does the um does the, the fetching one, does it come with a pair of protective goggles is, uh, at all for the dog?
1: Look, it's a, it's a great question, Lewis. Now, um, one thing that I see as a flaw with this is that um, you really need to try and train the dog to drop the ball in the, uh, in the right side. Yes. Because if the dog's dropping the ball from the other side, then they're going to be it in the chest. Yeah, now, that's uh,
2: right. That's, maybe I, that's why I, it's called the eye fetch because it hits in the eye.
1: Well, it, it could be that or uh, whether And – I'm also trying to work out – I might have to have a look online later on, Lewis, to see whether or not they've got some sort of a, like, protective cup to sort of, you know, attach and put over the dogs more um, sort of yeah, – particularly for the male dogs yes. now, as a as – a, 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 the player of a sport that uses quite hard balls, um, you know, I feel the need to try and protect myself from uh, wayward, uh, wayward, you know, ball direction. So I'm just wondering Lewis, whether or not, you know, Maybe they need to come up with some sort of a protective device for the dogs' uh, you know genital region.
2: Like, like a scooped out half an avocado, you mean, mate? Is that what we're talking? Something like that? Yeah. Just, so, yeah something protective? like that. Yeah. Yeah, be... yeah, and um, uh, you
1: know, maybe uh, maybe some sort of like a jock strap sort of scenario <laughs> that you could uh, sort of you know fit it over and then just sort of slip it over for your dog for while they're chasing their eye fetch that so they don't uh, cop it in the They
2: Don't cop a big whack in that. Gee whiz, ain't eh? batter up, eh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and actually, and that's a good thing too. Maybe I could um try and train Rosie to drop this thing in there, and when it booms the ball out at me, then I can actually try and practice um practice swing with my baseball bat and try and hit the uh the yeah. replacement balls out in the direction. But as long as Rosie's not that quick, that then I bonker in the head with the baseball bat. That probably wouldn't be great.
2: Yeah, but I think they think that that's got merit. That device, I reckon, if you could teach a dog to do it, then basically when you're not home, it can play with itself. Which, yeah, we all, and, which we all enjoy doing at times, you know, and I think the, yeah. allowing the dog acts to do that, that's great.
1: Um, and, and then you can uh, set up the, the dog feeder with the camera so you can just watch it from the comfort of your office.
2: At night time.
1: But just just control alt you know control alt control alt or shift shift um what was it um shift tab shift tab so when your boss comes they don't see you uh, you know just watching your dog through the through the feed camera playing with their uh, playing with their ball dispenser.
2: I like it, mate. I like it. Sounds good. Good stuff. And, and
1: speaking. Speaking of disclaimers, all advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we missed anything or if you need any clarification. Lewis, it's Christmas time.
2: It's the season to be merry, isn't it, mate? And uh, with the season of merriment, there does there does come some dangers. For, absolutely for we see them pets.
1: every year yeah every year lewis so, Ex- exactly yeah, we're so we're to talk about it because it keeps happening lewis
2: exactly so i thought we'd, we'd run through a little bit of a, a list of you know it's it's christmas next week um yes. and and some of the sort of we've sort of grouped it haven't we we've grouped it into uh, sort of foods decorations uh other issues and then some yes. other, other things as well so start off with uh with number one under food you've put there mate
1: uh, yes, yeah, so so number one, we've got uh, salt, sultanas, and raisins. Right. No, that's number two. What's, a, the, what's the
2: other one? Quite a,
1: quite a, oh, oh, no, fatty foods is the next one. Mate. Right. I oh, agree. Okay. okay. No worries. <laughs> um, so, sultanas so and raisins is all. <laughs>
2: Um. Oh, you, so, you do number one. I'll do number, number four. Number, number three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. We have so, lost the plot. <laughs> we're writing silly notes to each other, listeners, on uh, on Go- on Google Drive over over the airwaves. That's so right, we're bro. just both very tired. I think. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> um. So, so, sultanas and raisins—that's always a common one that we see because everything's got sultanas and raisins in them uh, at Christmas time. Uh, mince pies, Christmas puddings—you um, uh, know, you can have uh, you know, Christmas, uh, Christmas cakes—they'll uh, always have uh, these things. Also, the chocolate-coated sultanas and things like that—that's something that you need to watch out for. So, the, remember, we've spoken about it previously: sultanas and raisins. There is something in them that will cause some dogs to go into acute kidney failure. We don't know what it is that's in there. We don't know what dogs are going to be affected. So the best thing to do is try and avoid it.
2: And we don't we do even know the dose, do we? So some dogs it can be, you know, one or two sultanas or, or grapes. Um, Absolutely. And, um, and then other dogs, you know, can eat a whole lot and for some reason it doesn't affect them. So, yeah, we don't know enough about it yet. So if it happens, yeah, like you said, get down to your vet. But another one, yes. another one, big one is any fatty foods is really, really common sort of issue. Um, you know, things like ham, ham bones, hocks. Um, yeah, you know sausages as well. Those sorts of things often something we really enjoy at this time of year. Don't leave yep. them lying around because uh, we get a lot of dogs that oh, I reckon get very sick when they get the pork or the, the ham or something that's really quite fatty that they're not usually used to eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and it's
1: it's, it's often one that we get um about five days after Christmas as well. So when when everyone sat down, they've eaten their ham um, and then they have decided, right, the ham's starting to get a little bit, uh, a, a little bit slimy now. So we'll just give it to the dog. And so then you end up getting, uh, yeah, that's, that's often your classic time for your pancreatitis, isn't
0: it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not going well. Oh, sorry.
1: And he's <laughs> like, he sick,
2: pancreatitis. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: I, I we're talking about, chocolate oh, the next one was chocolate, you know, and and ver- and various things that can be coated in chocolate too. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, chocolate so,
2: coins, chocolate coins, you know,
1: chocolate Santas. Yep. You know, um, I mean, you, bananas. Can get, you can get chocolate. You can get chocolate in all sorts of uh, shapes and sizes these days. Chocolate,
2: chocolate macadamia nuts, yeah, nuts, and, and, those and, sorts of things.
1: And and the thing you need to be really careful of, uh, of course, with with chocolate is um is the different colours of the chocolate. You know, the uh the, the 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 darker the chocolate, the more dangerous can be.
2: That's right, exactly. And of course, then we've got things like bones, uh, uh, something that's often left lying around, um or get, or you think either oh, you know we've got the 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 ham on the bone. We'll give the bone to the dog. Really, yes. really not a big fan of that. Again, can cause uh, pancreatitis or fatty food issues, but also foreign bodies, broken teeth. Things that we sure. see quite commonly, so make sure you put the bone somewhere safe, so that so that your pet can't get to it.
1: And also the uh, the netting from around your roast. yes, and um, and any of the little uh, the little um, absorbent pads from the bottom of your meat trays.
2: Yes, spot on. Yeah, good one, mate. And also any uh, onions and garlic that you've you've used. Uh, you know, dogs. And, well, I reckon they can tolerate a minimal amount of garlic, maybe, but uh, but certainly anything high. High in garlic and and any of the onions you you've used for seasoning or in your products or anything like that, make sure you keep them away from you, from your dogs and cats as well. Yes,
1: uh, stone fruits. Um, or we're coming into stone fruit season. Yes. So, yeah, uh, you know, peaches, apricots, um, Rum, Rumbutons.
2: rambutans, Yeah, rambutans. Yeah. Yep. Rumble yep. Rumble
1: tons. Yep. How, uh, what, what's the other uh, the the, uh, the the stone? Uh, the stone fruitiness
2: of a rumbaton, mate. Oh, it's, I think they've got a stone in them. Pretty sure they've got a they've yeah, got a, yeah, a yeah. bit of a hairy outside too, and a bit of a stone in the middle. So don't don't nice. feed those to do dog either. No,
1: no, no, good. No, no. Good. stay stay away stay away from the hairy stones. No. You
2: reckon? Yeah, yeah. And macadamia nuts. Uh, yeah, they call what a weird do macadamia nuts do. They cause a weird neurological problem, don't they? Hey, uh, that's
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and, and and where do you stand on on avocado and dogs? Apart apart from, of course, using it as a. Uh, as a as a as a genital protector when
2: they're playing with the uh, the eye fetch. with with the eye fetch, yeah uh, look I'm I'm one to say I don't know that it actually is toxic I know I see it a lot in the lists but I don't yeah. know I've ever seen a dog come in going I've I've eaten the avocado I'm sick you know I don't know no. what, what are your thoughts yeah me, me neither
1: I I think um I mean if they ate the
2: the avocado um, stone oh yes I think, I think
1: I think that might be some, might be an issue might but sit somewhere. Yeah you know, maybe the maybe uh, you know, maybe it's just the also the the cost you know that they're quite expensive, and uh, and if you know, people are, especially the um, are the, you know, the the young urban professionals, if they're worried about having their smashed avocado, but then the uh, the that their dogs are getting into it, that then it's just a, a poor use of their finances. And you know, and Scott Morrison, our uh, our prime minister, you know, the these thing of our uh, if you you know Austro- Australians would want to stand up and have a go, they'll get a go. But unless they're having smashed avo, in which case they should put that into trying to you know. Go and get a better
2: job and get a haircut. Well, that's right. Well, being a being a renter at the moment, mate, you'd fully understand and appreciate the you know the the saving of the money, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. don't
1: no, no, we we haven't had smashed avo for a week. It'd yeah,
2: terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think I've heard of one dog. I reckon that got, uh, was on an avocado farm. And oh, really? literally got into, you know, the whole stack of avocados that were obviously all over the ground and smashed down on the ground. And I believe uh, it might be a hearsay story, but I believe it got sick. But certainly if you're giving me a little bit of avocado, I'm yet to see a dog that's got sick from it or a cat.
1: You know, if, but mind you, though, if you were a human and you ate a whole lot of avocado, it's probably not going to do you any favours either.
2: No, nah, you're right. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point.
1: Um, And, uh, and booze.
2: Yes. Yep pets can't tolerate it can they
1: no 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 and 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 watch out for just in case um you know anyone's having any more um more festive you know um uh, uh vices over christmas as well you know just
2: be careful oh you you back on uh our, our um the pet grasses mate is that what you're on about
1: Oh, you know that, and you know me, me getting worried about whether or not I'd seen a snake bite, and it wasn't actually. It was just the, uh, yeah, just the the, the the THC.
2: Right. Is it? Oh, jeez, Yeah, have yeah, Quite a quite a Christmas round at the Andertons there, but mate, I should I should come over and, and join in.
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, de- definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you once you've uh, had the had the what I call the snake bite, then it's um it's just yeah sitting down, you know, watching uh, watching Star Wars and eating twisties. It's terrific.
2: <laughs> and then of course we've got decorations, which uh, particularly the tinsel. Uh, with cats, cats love to play with the tinsel, and we've we put it. We've got our Christmas tree up uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, and as soon as we put up, Olive was like straight over to it, um, and you know, tr- trying to get the dangly baubles and things that are dangling from there, and very easy for cat swallows it that, that, that it'll get stuck somewhere and and similar with and the, with with the string from your you know you wrapping paper or your string they love to play with a box or a string or paper so just make sure that's that's far you know you, you put that in a spot where your cat's not going to play with it and and swallow it down
1: and I, I have been thinking Lewis whether or not boxing day has actually been named boxing day because cats just love playing in the boxes that are left over from Christmas
2: yeah good point maybe maybe <laughs>
1: Could you imagine that, Lewis? You've gone and spent $179 on a, um, on, a on a robotic um, a cat tickler and you take it out of the box and the cat just jumps in the box and says, wow, fantastic. This it, is brilliant. Thank you very much. It's exactly what I wanted.
2: It's exactly like the kids, mate. When you bring home that 80-centimeter TV and you put it on the wall, they'll be jumping straight in the box and playing, you know, uh, Cowboys and Indians, I'm sure. All
1: right. Either that is saying, can, can, can we watch ABC Kids? Can we watch ABC Kids? <laughs> Can we watch Ninja Turtles?
2: No. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. no, no.
1: This is is for Daddy for sitting down and watching, you know, watching the footy. The cricket. Dad's watching the cricket cricket. for the next
2: four days, okay? No worries. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Leave me alone. I'll see you at the tea break.
2: That's right. And then, of course, got some ornaments that come off the tree as well. Some of those baubly sort of things, they they can be made of glass. And if, you know, one drops down, the dog chases it and goes to pick it up like it's a ball and wants to put it back in the eye fetch, they can shatter and cause problems. So... Be very careful. And, they,
1: and then they drop it in the eye fetch and they're standing on the wrong side and then their chest gets just, gets just loaded full of little grass glass shards. Oh, look, it's terrible. It is, it
2: is, it's a horrible mistake, isn't
1: it? Horrible mistake. Um I, I I'm glad you've got here this next one, the, the drinking the tree water, because I had that in my uh, article that I wrote for the leader newspaper. And nice. Christina said, Is is that really a problem? Is it? Every year I'm trying to stop Melbourne from dunking his damn head into the tree water. Yeah,
2: what is with that? Yeah, I don't understand. It must have some sort of just smells or taste about it that it seems to attract him, doesn't it?
1: Some some sort of piney, fresh, mouldy water that just drives them nuts.
2: Mm,
1: mm. Maybe I should put some of that on the catnip.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, grow some catnip in there.
1: In there, nice, I like it.
2: Yeah. And also got some other other flowers as well like so, so people often give Christmas lilies at this time of year, don't they?
1: Yes, absolutely and we've always said don't if you've got someone that's got cats, don't give them lilies, the lilies will kill the cats.
2: Yep, spot on. And if you're in if you're in uh, Australia, we we're, we're going through a heatwave at the moment, aren't we? I think We sure are. Yesterday yes. and uh, or today, I think um, Friday we um it's going to be the hottest day ever in Australia, I think, on average in December. So certainly a hot but time. But
1: there's no such there's no such thing as climate change, though, Lewis. Don't. This is just normal. It's fine.
2: Yeah. So you need to be need to be careful with your ki- kids, or your pets, and your kids. Don't yep. lock them in the car. But don't your put nannas. your pets in there. But particularly short-nosed, noisy <laughs> dogs. Yep. Make sure you um you you walk them either when it's you know below twenty five degrees like the cool of the morning, or don't walk them all. Keep them in the air conditioning and keep them uh, keep them nice and relaxed and chilled out.
1: Yeah, you know, I was driving home from work the other day and I saw some clown um drive uh, being pulled along on a skateboard um by a young kelpie and it was about thirty degrees. Oh wow. And I look, and I just got, "Oh my goodness! You just, you just, you know." Uh, I felt like just sticking my head out the window and just abusing this clown. Anyway, I didn't, but you know, I probably should yeah, uh, have. You probably should have word.
2: Thought, Kids would have loved that when they came over and bashed their skateboard on you on your door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh What else have we got? on oh, new toys. Yes. Bring toys. In, oh, we, we
1: heard about that. Well, that's what I've got to be careful with, my 80-centimetre TV that I get, Lewis.
2: That's right. Might yeah, Parker might not want to come near you if you've got it on full ball watching the cricket. Yeah. And jumping around and, yeah, all that stuff.
1: So uh, any anything we can use to try and help cats when they're getting stressed out with new TVs?
2: Oh, yeah, some Zilkin, mate. Definitely. We, oh. we talked about this the other week, didn't we? So, yeah. Why not? Yeah, if you've got yeah. any new toys, anything that makes noises, you know, kids' toys make noises, all that sort of thing, just be aware of your cat getting really, f- or dog, freaked out by the sounds of it, um, yes. and make sure you introduce them gradually and, and even, you know, associate a little bit of food if they seem a bit worried by it, just so they can get, they can slowly get used to the new things that are coming into the house.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, and also, don't forget to get yourselves organised as far as making sure that you've got your uh, vaccinations up to date. Um, if, you, if your pets are going to be going into boarding kennels or into a cattery. Um, and also, if you're planning on getting your animals uh, groomed, uh, you better book in advance too, because everybody
2: likes to get a Christmas haircut. Yeah, so. too late, mate. Too late for grooming. Too late, already. Too late, now. it's all done. We're already booked. I, I think so. They're fully booked, I reckon. And make sure you have enough medications with you as well. If, you, if your pet's on medications. Oh, um, yes. And, uh, and are they going away with your pet? Because often it's not easy to get medication from another vet. Um, so from, from your own vet, make sure enough medication or enough medication to send them to the cattery or the boarding kennel with as well. So hit your vet up uh, well before Christmas.
1: Yes. Um, and uh, And – where do you stand with pets as presents, Lewis?
2: Well, you need to you need the the person who's getting the present to know it's coming, I think, and appreciate that the the change it's going to make the wonderful change, but yes. also the the big change in uh, in care and and change in their life, particularly that a new pet can bring, and that they're ready for that and they're they're willing to take that on because pets aren't just for Christmas.
1: No. No, they're for life. exactly. A, a lifetime of Christmases. Exactly. Um, and, uh, and and I mean, it's it, it always is, you know, sad when you see people that they go, you know, they think it's a good idea getting a pet at Christmas time because it's great and it's all good. But then, you know, they go, oh, jeez, I didn't realize it was going to be this much work. You know, if there's any doubt... Wait. Do your research. You know the the people are going to thank you much more for it for the the thought of the gift, but then of actually sitting down and having a uh, a long conversation with them about whether or not it is actually something that they are uh, that they want.
2: Exactly. Don't get impulsive about it. Do not get impulsive. And then of course this no. is our, this is our last episode for this year, isn't it, mate? So we yes. might might have a quick mention of New Year's Eve fireworks and that sort of thing um, with with your pets, and and, uh, and a lot of pets can be very Scared of fireworks and the and the sudden noises of the crackers and the and the fireworks going off. So, a couple of things: make sure that your um, your pet is safe and secure um, yep. on New Year's Eve, so that if uh, you know if they do get scared and you're out, they're not going to you know if they're in the backyard, they're not going to jump the fence and run off, which is really really common. We see that a lot at the clinic where they um they're running away and um. And, and you don't get them back because because they're so scared of the fireworks. Um, and also uh, maybe, you know, have a chat to your vet now about maybe some medication that might be suitable for for the fireworks. Certainly Zilkin is, is one I, I'd recommend. You need to start there about three days before um, New Year's Eve. If you're yes. a vet or you have previously in the past used a little yellow pill called acepromazine or, or Ace, ACP, uh, yeah. ACP, we do not recommend using that anymore. It is purely a sedative. But it's also known to cause a scrambling effect in their brain. So it's it's a more an immobiliser, I suppose, than a sedative in that the dog or cat, well, usually the dog can't move, but they're yeah. still getting all the sounds and the sights and the noises, but they're even getting them more scrambled in their brain. So it is actually making your dog worse. So if you've got the ACP at home, and your dog, your vet has recommended before. I highly recommend you have a chat to them and talk to them about using maybe some other medications like zilkine or maybe something like uh, some trazodone or some clonidine, which are short acting medications that you can give a couple of hours before you know the News Eve starts, you know, uh, late in the day. Um, yeah, and and help them to be them relaxed, but you do need some time to try them out so, um. So make sure yep. you um you, you get them you know as soon as you can from your vet um and and if they insist on giving you ACP say no could I have something else and and listen to, to the ones I've suggested and and maybe ask them if they could maybe suggest those ones
0: um, And it's
1: always it's always hard when you're getting people ringing up for those medications at 5:30 on New Year's yes. Eve to say, hey, can I have something for the fireworks? You know, put things in place now. Find a dose that's going to work. Um, and uh, I, I often recommend for people to, um, you know, when there if you know that there's going to be fireworks around, make sure you keep your pets inside. Yes. Um, have the blinds drawn, have the lights on, and just have your, your your TV on or your radio on just at a normal normal volume because all of that stuff is going to help to try and lessen the effect of what the the loud bangs and the loud flashes you're going to get from the fireworks. That's
2: right. I tell them to go to the cupboard, pull out the little Bluetooth speaker that was from the cat lover. No, Louis, don't. Don't, Louis, don't. Don't. Put it on. No, put we, it. we nearly made it through
1: the last part
2: of the of the podcast. <laughs> Because that's
1: cost us. That's cost us another ten grand with the lawyers.
2: Because there are some claims there that it works. Noise,
1: no. <laughs> so, no, well, no, use
2: no. white, use white, yeah, use white noise then instead. All the radio, like you said, and a soundproof yes. room is, is good. Is better if if you've got a like a, a small bathroom or something like that. Sometimes that that's better. And the myth, or a panic room. If you have got a panic if, room, if you yes, if if you've got a panic room, yep, go and panic with your dog. Or your dog's panicking. Take it down there. Uh, and um, one thing that often people say is don't cuddle your dog when uh, when they're nervous, say, with fireworks and yeah. that sort of thing. And that, that's, a load of, that's an old myth, mate. We, we've talked yep. about this before. Big myth. Um, give a you, you can't reinforce fear. So if your dog's fearful of the fireworks and you want to give them a cuddle and they're enjoying a cuddle and it seems to be settling them down, cuddle away, I say. The only, the only time I would say not give them a cuddle if they start to get really wriggly and, and don't want to be cuddled, or maybe they get aggressive with, with your cuddles. So so save those for well well for maybe maybe for, for when a clock strikes twelve for cuddling your partner, possibly. Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a little bit of mistletoe left behind,
2: you
1: might be able to sidle
2: up under that as well. Nice. And also try and do something fun with your dog or your cat at those times, playing some games if they if they'll be interested. You know, if we're a real uh you know, a dog that's ball, uh, a, a dog that is ball obsessed. You know, turn the eye fetch on and start firing away, and and let them play. For with a, the, for play a
1: cat, you flip, cat, you flick on the little, uh, the little, little mousy mousy robotic um stimulator.
2: He, he, exactly, yes, yeah, the, the <laughs> robot stimulator, flick that on, right? The, oh, the fair tip-off? enough. Well, that's probably if you haven't got a partner for New Year's Eve, you could use that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I think we're getting pretty much the end of the year. Yes. And we really appreciate the support we've had this year.
1: Yep. Thank you very much. It's been great, uh, great potting with you all again in, uh, well, for, this is now our uh, second completely year of podcasting now.
2: It's our, it's our second Christmas. It is, mate. You're right. And look, it's been great podcasting with you, Robbie. It's been, been, uh, been a fun ride. It's been enjoyable. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, that's been good. And, um, if you're at Christmas dinner with your family and friends, tell them about our podcast. Tell them to subscribe. Oh, tell them to listen. Tell them that. Tell them
1: the- Tell them about how good Lewis is at uh, at trying to get us into more trouble with the lawyers.
2: <laughs> but but seriously, we you know we really you know if you tell your friends about us, um, then that helps us get uh, uh, get get more people, more listeners. It means we can get the word out there and, and get some more information, truthful information about you know behaviour and, and medicine and, and all those sorts of things. And if they've got a question, you know feel free to send us a question at two vets talk at gmail.com Or like where else can they find us, Robbie?
1: Uh, they can find us at uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can search us there at uh, uh, at Two Vets Talk Pets. You can find us on the Facebooks uh, Two Vets Talk Pets. You can find us on the Patreons at Two Vets Talk Pets. Um, and if you you like what you hear, you can sign up for for Patreon. You can get yourself a little bit of uh, backstage stuff. You can listen to some of the uh, some, some of the more uh, you know, uh, illegal things that we've uh, <laughs> that, that, that we've recorded. You know.
2: Um, no, no, it's all no, it's, it's all taken down. It's all shut it's all down. down. It's all There's been nothing, taken down. The, the lawyers have been nothing, in touch. Nothing bad happening
1: anywhere ever again. That's... And if ever we start getting ourselves too stretched, stressed out, we'll just think about the the, the, the lipophilic hydrophobic calming, <laughs> you know, sensations of, uh, of of things that need to be required just to sort of hit us at the at a special. Uh, yeah, high fidelity frequency. That's right. That's and,
2: a, and let us know about your compliancy. Oh, absolutely. That's a new word, it, compliancy. It, it,
1: it, compliancy. Yes. That was
2: a new word. I let a new word. Anyway. Compliancy.
1: And if anyone else has got any other complaints or anything, let us know. And then we'll, you know, we, we'll just screw it up and throw it away. But otherwise, uh, <laughs> you know, Merry Christmas everyone. Um, and, uh, and and a big shout out to Lewis as well because, um, you know, uh, you, he does so much in the background. And when we did have the, uh, the cease and desist come through um, after last week's pod dropped, he had to uh, sort of drop everything and get out there and try and start uh, doing a little bit, bit of, uh, you know, uh, back, backyard editing, trying to make everything so on you, mate. The uh, the, the pod wouldn't be the same without you. I really appreciate it, buddy. You're doing a hell of a job.
2: Thanks, Robbie. Cheers, mate. It's been, it's been, it's been really good. It's good fun. We'll keep doing it. Cool. What do you reckon? Oh, or- oh,
1: let's get- Let's let it roll again for 2020.
2: Why not? We'll keep going on. As long as we got. still can find some time, we'll keep doing it, won't we, mate? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, we'll be, listen, listeners, we'll be back on Friday the 10th of Jan, so we're having a little break over the period. hard-earned break, or, or not-so-hard-earned break, but certainly a break. So we really appreciate all your support over the year, and uh, we'll scratch you later and see you next decade.
1: Peace out in 2020, everybody. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets@gmail.com. at gmail.com.